Hello and welcome to the Helios blog. My name is Helios here for another reaction video. Today, Andrew Tate talks about body language. Let's get into it. The reason she's alone is because she's difficult. Women are not accepting the bare minimum. Women fuck men they respect. All the women who say things like, I'm strong and independent, I don't need no man, like, y'all impress me. Women just gaslight each other and say what they want to hear. I'm a nice guy. How are you? Fine. You, yeah, good, yeah. Does Trump smile at every motherfucker he sees? No! It's Trump! Fuck it. Yeah. Yeah, alright, okay. Yeah. Fucking, there's someone who actually, like a real G turns up. Someone who's done a fantastic job that week. He'll give him a little bit of a smile, though. Smile, and they'll be like, oh, Trump smile. Why does Trump smile matter? Because he doesn't walk through life looking like a fucking happy clown. And neither And neither should you. Smiling is a sign of submission. In primates, if you're constantly smiling, then guess what? You're constantly showing submission, especially if you're showing your teeth. Should you? Your smile is a selective tool. It must be rare. It must be used effectively. You smile at a girl, she needs to fucking deserve that shit. You smile at a guy, he needs to deserve that shit. You're gonna walk through life fucking smiling. Life's not all about just being as happy as possible. This is the bullshit the media is trying to sell you. They're purporting this idea. If you're happy, smile, be nice. Everyone who's happy all the time, smiling all the time, nice all the time is a fucking loser. You Absolutely true. You know it and I know it. So you don't want to be that guy. You haven't got to be fucking smiling. Use your smile selectively. I use my smile selectively, especially in dates with girls. If I'm sitting there, it's a little bit frosty, whatever, whatever. I don't allow awkward silences because I'm too efficient for those things. I've got a PhD, a pimp and hose degree. But if uh, we're talking and the talk's just very general, I'm, I'm very neutral. I'm like this, oh yeah, blah, 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 blah. When she starts to flirt with me a little bit, or if she starts to be a little bit more open, or I know for sure she's gonna get dick, then I might smile a little bit. I'll be like, bitch, you crazy. I'll smile. She'll say something and I'll smile before I answer. Say, oh, duh, I didn't expect you to be like this. I thought you'd be more arrogant. i be like, why? I'll smile. But if she says that at the beginning, I didn't expect you to be this. I to be more arrogant. But why? I'm right. So the point is what? Girls live for validation. So you're not giving her validation until she earns it. By the way, guys, and this is this is actually a classic. If you're smiling too much on your date when you first meet the girl, she's going to see you as weak. Again. Smiling, showing your teeth is a sign of submission. She should be smiling to you, not the other way around. If she's not smiling and you are smiling, you're giving her the frame before you've even established who has the frame. So keep that in mind. Very different. I decide to smile when she's receptive to me. You're receptive to me and you're going to fucking do what I want. You can have a smile in return. Smile is a weapon. Like, like your attention is a weapon. Like everything you have is a weapon. You're a walking bag of weapons. So most of you men don't understand. Your attention has a value. Your smile has a value. You're you replying to someone. It all has value. And you guys are just running through life, throwing it away. Every single chick giving them attention for no reason, even though they don't suck dick. Messaging girls all the time. Friend zoning yourself. Smiling at everyone. Just throwing your weapons away. It's absolutely true. You as a man, your attention, your validation, your commitment, your time especially, has very high value.
You don't just give it to anyone whenever they want at any time for however long they want. Never. And same goes for positive body language, positive attention. Only the people that deserve it earn it. Other people don't. Then how the fuck are you going to do something exclusive? How do you show me I've made you happy if you're already smiling at every dickhead you've ever met? It's stupid. Now, you don't have to come across as a horrible person. I don't have to. I don't, I don't smile often at all. But let's say I'm in a, in a store and I'm buying something and the guy goes, I say, yeah, this much. I'm like, thank you. Thanks. I'll nod a lot. If, I, if I'm walking past a security guard who looks at me, I won't smile. I'll nod. A nod is a, you and I both know who the, men, the bad men in the room are. Right. It's an acknowledgement. Acknowledging their presence. All the big men know the big men nod. All the big men know. If you're not a big man, you're watching this show. What's he talking about? If you're a big guy right now, you know. When big men walk in the club, and there's another big man in the club, you instantly, human instinct, you catch eyes like, okay, he's the only person in this club who can match me physically. If there's going to be a fight, it's the only guy I have to worry about. And you always link eyes. And you always kind of do this thing. This like, yeah, all right, cool. We've, we've clocked each other. We've decided we're cool. It's done. The big man nod. It's a thing. Big men nod. But a nod is far more effective than a smile. You want to be polite, nod at somebody. Yeah, thank you. Cheers. Thanks. Bye. Thanks. 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 The fuck you Yeah. And that acknowledgement is actually a sign of respect. So what is Andrew actually implying? What he's implying is that once you're big enough and strong enough to be a superior man, you need, you earn the acknowledgement. You earn that respect. Now, here's the thing, guys. I don't know if you know this. Men actually select who's alpha, not women. Women sleep with alphas, but men determine it. And how is it determined? By respect and status. And respect and status are earned by other men's interpretation of your abilities. If it's very clear you're a big, strong guy, they'll acknowledge it. Other men will. You're happy about it. You just bought fucking skills. You're happy over skills? Little bitch. You're full of man. Fucking smiling over skills. What's wrong with you? If I have to tell you to give a firm handshake, then I don't know what the fuck you're doing here because you should know that already. If I have to tell you that fidgeting makes you appear bored, you should know that already. If you want to look bored, this is obvious shit. You know this one. If a girl, if you're sitting with a girl and she crosses her legs, she's basically saying, you're going nowhere near my pussy. That's, just, that's like an anti-rape fucking instant reaction. You know how to read these things. You know these things because you know how to read them instinctively. If you sit with a girl and she does this, and she does this, you know you ain't bad. You know it and I know it. Right. But there is a thing. And this one is important to know because a lot of people don't know it. If she's sitting across from you, that's the case. It's true. But if she's sitting beside you, what's going to happen is she's going to cross her legs towards you. If she crosses her legs towards you, that's actually a good sign. So she'll cross her legs and she'll be fidgeting, but she'll cross her legs towards you. So what I mean is she's not blocking you by crossing her legs. 
So let's say you're sitting to her right. The right leg will be down, the left leg will be crossed over. That's open body language. If it's the reverse, if the right leg is crossed over away from you, that's closed body language. And Andrew is right. If she's crossing her arms and her legs, definitely she's not liking what she's hearing. All those pickup artists do say teach what they call a keynote or some fucking gay shit. I hate pickup artists. I hate pickup artists because I know I'm the baddest. I'm the best. So it annoys me. There's all these guys, Red Pill, Mr. Lucario, Bad Boy, The Dating Game, all these, all these dudes. And every time I see the girls they're fucking, I'm like, what the fuck is this, bro? These guys are fucking girls. I wouldn't even fuck. I wouldn't even touch their girls. And they're bragging about them. Like, yeah, I went out and I gamed this chick. She's a fucking five. Your nine is my five. You call her a nine, she's a fucking five. My girls look like fucking Playboy bunnies. My girls got two million followers on Insta. My girls have billionaire exes. My guess is my girls are actually hot. Your girls are basic. I hate pickup artists. Anyway, they're all, they're all fucking idiots. All of them. None of them are good with me. But they talk about this keynote thing where you need to do some touching on the girl. And I agree that, that I do that myself. That can help. I have two things I do. One is when I first meet... Uh, it depends. I don't really do the hug and kiss kiss thing when I first meet a girl. I don't really do that unless I know her quite well. But once we're Right. And you don't do that because she doesn't know who you are. So you're not touching the girl before she knows who you are. It's stupid. But once you've built a bit of rapport, then you can. That's the point. Talking shit, one of the things I get to do is I, I say I'm a kickboxer. Like, oh, you're a kickboxer? I say, yeah, I'm going to teach you. I'm going to train you. I'm going to make you a little ninja. Because you're beautiful and no one's going to expect you to kill them. And I give that compliment there. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> like, yeah, you're going to work for me. She goes, really? Who do I have to kill? I say, well, are you strong enough? And they'll always go, yeah. I'll say, go on, let me see. And then they'll tense their shit muscles. I'll go, mm. <laughs> Yeah, that's a classic. <laughs> yeah, you can even do that if you, you know, if you lift weights and you're, you're pretty strong. You can do the same the same thing, and it gives you an excuse to to touch the girl. <laughs> Again, what's the point? The point is you break the touch barrier, right? And that's what you need to do to sleep with her. So, naturally. But you don't do that before you've established some rapport. Like what Andrew's talking about, that rapport has already been established, which is why they're on the kickboxer comments, right? What to do. That's how I first do my, the keynote, break the ice, touch them thing. I do the feeling their arms thing. But that only works because I have huge arms. If I did that and she looked at my skinny ass arms back and goes, well, where's your fucking muscle? It doesn't work, then does it? Indeed. So you have to choose your own style. There's other stuff that works, right? You can compliment a jewelry, you know, if she has a nice ring or a nice bracelet or whatever, and you can just touch it and by extension touch her, right? But again, it's not the first thing you do, Right? You're already talking, you're already having a good time, you're already building some rapport, you're already reflecting her feelings back at her, you're already talking, and then you can do that. It doesn't happen at the beginning. Because she'll be like, in the back of her head, she'll be like, why is he touching me so early? It's, it makes her immediately uncomfortable. But yeah, if they're all crossing up and they don't want you to touch them, whatever, whatever, then that's obviously a bad sign. You know these Indeed. things already. I don't have to tell you super fucking obvious stuff. If you've watched it to this point and you haven't taken any notes, I doubt it. Because I've definitely told you some shit you should fucking, you probably don't know yet. Especially changing it from, from angry to calm. I know none of you fuckers do that because I've never seen anyone else pull it off but me. Eyes. Eye contact. A lot of you are very unaware where you're looking, especially when you're talking to somebody. I look. 
in people's eyes. I do that very, very specifically. Not in a creepy way. I don't want none of you fuckers to take my videos. Sometimes I say things which are so nuanced and I'm worried that people are gonna be like, okay, Tate said this, so I have to do this. And you're gonna go sit there with a girl and be like, hi, you're a fucking psycho. Like, you have to keep things into perspective. But especially if you wanna drive a point home, you look in someone's eyes. Like I said before, the biggest theme behind this body language course is the ability to change your language. It's the change of language that people perceive more than the language itself. So if I'm talking to a girl and I'm like, blah, 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 doesn't matter what I'm saying, let me think of a sentence, doesn't matter what I'm saying, but when I want to drive the point home, only then will I look in her eyes. That's a classic. If you want to maintain constant eye contact on the date, what you do is this. You talk, you look them in the eyes for a bit, then you look away, then you look back at their eyes for a bit, then you look away again. You don't, you're not constantly looking, like staring into her eyes the whole time. That makes people uncomfortable, right? That looking into their eyes, staring, boring into their soul, that's, uh, it's a sign of confrontation. But doing that to a girl, it's a sign of dominance, right? With, and again, women are hypergamous. They want men that are superior to them. So when you do that, then they see you as the dominant, which is the point. If you're not the dominant one in your relationship, she won't be attracted to you anyway. But if you're constantly staring into her eyes, then she's going to get intimidated. And then, by extension, scared, right? So... It's true. It is a nuanced thing. Yeah, actually, I'm, I'm really glad I met you because you are beautiful. I'll say the beautiful part and look in her eyes. Before I say that, I'm looking away. And that's what makes it more effective. It's more effective because I've gone from looking away to looking at her. If I just looked at her and said, I'm glad I met you because I really think you're beautiful. It's not, for me, it's, it's far more effective for me to say, yeah, well, I'm glad I met you because I really think you're beautiful. I'll look away and I'll look at them when I say something I mean. And that change in body language is what they perceive, and that makes you far more convincing. You see where I'm coming from? You'll tell a girl she's beautiful, we'll make sure you're not looking at her, and then look her in the eyes directly as you say, like a fucking man. Eye contact. Eye contact needs to be used as punctuation. This is punctuation. Everything is punctuation, make them understand a point. That's how your eye contact should be used. I'm not saying you have to lock eyes with every motherfucker you meet, but it needs to be used as punctuation. Same with men. Blah, 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 blah. Dude, get the fuck away from me. Get the fuck away from me. When I look in his eyes, it's when I mean it. Right, exactly. Uh, as I said, eye-to-eye contact is a sign of dominance or aggression. So again, you use it when you need to use it. When you're saying it, you're not looking in his eyes, you don't mean it. Say I look in his eyes, I mean it. And if you guys have watched any of my other videos, you understand how important it is to never say something you don't mean. If you've not watched my video on Tate speech, it's completely free, tricks on depression. It's about 25 minutes long. Watch that one. I talk about how important it is to say what you mean and mean what you say. Don't tell somebody you're gonna knock them out unless you're gonna do it. Don't be one of those people who walk through the earth talking shit. Unless they look, bro, you got a guy on my face. I'm gonna knock you the fuck out. If the first time I look in his eyes, I say I'm gonna knock him out, he knows. It's the first time I've looked at him, he knows I'm gonna mean it. That's how eye contact should be used. Power poses is a thing. I had a lot of people send me lots of emails about this course asking me questions. So I got asked about power poses. They say like, if you sit there and you do the Superman pose, 
you start to get more, you naturally release more testosterone, you start to feel stronger. I believe that's true. I do think that works. That is definitely a thing. You know, that's certainly a thing. Do I walk through life with a Superman pose? No. Should you? No. The fuck? When you look in the mirror, you look in the mirror like, yeah, I'm a fucking man. Yeah, you need to do that. Of course. But that's more here than a power pose. So I'm only answering this thing now because I know some of the fuckers are going to come back and go, what about my power pose? If you want to walk through life doing this and make you feel a little bit stronger, go for it. How about you just get strong as fuck anyway and you ain't going to worry about walking around looking like a fucking superhero, a door. It's true. Again, body language also goes with the cultural context of the place that you're in, right? In most places in the West, you can't walk around with a Superman pose. Though it would be funny. You could probably start a conversation with a girl like that. Like, you're walking through the mall, you're doing the Superman pose, and then some girl for sure is going to look at you like all weird, a girl is interested in you, and you can start the conversation. It's like, why are you doing that? Because I'm Superman. You know, and (laughs) on on you go. Uh, Again, guys, bedroom fun is tension plus logistics. So if you've already created tension from the beginning, it's perfect. So that's that shit. I've told you a lot about being domineering and conquering. However, a lot of you guys will know, one of the 48 rules of power is never to outshine the master. So a lot of you may have a boss and you can't act that way because it's gonna piss your boss off too much if you're too overpowering. I managed to be overpowering in my sales meetings because I was such a fucking fantastic salesman, the boss wouldn't say shit to me because I made him so much fucking money. But if you're middle of the road or something, you can't come across that way, you're gonna annoy people too much if you right. have results to back it up. So one of the key things you can do if you want to make people like you, two things you want to make people like you. One's a body language trick, one's not a body language trick. One is, if you want to make people like you, ask them lots of questions. Indeed. Because everyone loves to talk about themselves. Yes, absolutely true. If you ask people questions and you get them talking about themselves, they will like you. Absolutely true. That works super, super well. And Doubly so if you're actually interested in what they have to say and triply true if later on you mention that thing that they told you before back to them again. If you make reference to that again. True. If, I have, if I'm meeting someone extremely important, which happens all the fucking time from Trump Jr. to anyone else, and I think, okay, I need this person to like me. I don't sit there and try and impress them. I don't sit there and go, okay, Andrew Tate, son of a chess grandmaster, genius IQ, four-time kickboxing world champion. I've got lots of girls, lots of pussy and money and a Lambo. They don't care. Nobody cares. I sit there and go, yeah, okay, it's really good to meet you. Yeah, I've always, I've always been interested in ask them things. Because if you ask people questions, then they have, to talk, they have to answer them. And they have to answer them by talking about themselves. And everyone loves themselves. So if you sit there with someone and they only talk about themselves for an hour, they're going to love the conversation. That's right. Exactly. And there's more. You can even talk about what you admire in them as well. So you can say, I can only imagine the work that it took to achieve this, you know, and something you admire about them, which is basically asking them a question. You're just not asking them a question. You're, you're um, showing your admiration for something that you really like in them, right? Which is like... Um, what is what is that doing? What that's doing is saying, I am giving you respect, which is increasing the status. You see? These are the, this works too. Yeah, it was really good to talk to you because I, I got to brag for an hour. This is especially effective with women. Women love this shit. If you yes. sit there and try and make a woman impress her, I'm this, I'm that. It doesn't work. Wow. 
sit and go, you're a different line spec. So what do you do? I'm a hairdresser. Hairdresser. Don't you get bored of like, talking to people all the time? Well, no, actually, I don't mind because some of the people are really nice. Classic. That, this is exactly the strategy that I use. And it's a strategy I recommend as well. You just ask leading questions. She talks. And then you reflect the emotions back at her that she shows you. That's it. So, for example, you ask her, you know, oh, you look like you do some kind of exercise, you know, and she'll be like, yeah, I actually, I go to the gym and do la la la. Oh, really? Oh, that must take a lot of effort. Yeah, and it's tiring and la 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 and all this. Oh, but I really don't like doing this. Yeah, I can see how that would be annoying. And, and you, you see what I'm saying? What you're basically doing is you're creating rapport by reflecting how she feels back at her. And again, if she's talking about herself, she's going to love the conversation, which will make her attracted to you. And then once in a while to create tension, you can throw in a wrench. So here's what I mean. You know, she's talking, she's talking, she's talking. All of a sudden the subject changes and she says something like, I like TV show X. And you can go, no, that's a, that's a terrible show. And then she'll be like, what? How could you say that? La, 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 la. And then you see that tension is creating, what it's doing is saying, you're the kind of man that can disagree. And what that's saying is that you're not as agreeable as her. Women find disagreeableness attractive. And that tension plus logistics will lead to bedroom fun. And when I say logistics, I mean you need a place to have bedroom fun where she knows that she isn't seen by everybody so she can plausibly deny what happened. Simple as that. It's to be my best customer. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. Well, I don't even go to hairdresser, as you can tell. I'm already beautiful. So how long have you been a hairdresser for? Oh, I've been a hairdresser for this long. I went to college and da, da, da. Add in little bits of your own dialogue. But basically, just ask them questions. Right. I took one guy on uh, pickup coaching. I don't normally do this, but I had one guy who paid me money to go out with him for a weekend and pick up girls. And he said to me, oh, I'm really nervous. I'm really nervous. I was like, bro, ask them questions. Say hello. Here's how you introduce yourself. Here's how you say hello. Ask them questions. And if you do that, you're 75% there. Because they're just going to talk about themselves. Right. You, it doesn't matter what they reply. Who gives a fuck? Doesn't matter. You're a hairdresser. You're a nurse. You're a stripper. It's all the same shit. Who cares? Oh, really? That's interesting. Same answer to them all. Literally. Ask them. Let them talk shit about themselves. This is super effective to make people like you. Super. Super effective. And then by your expressions, you can show you're interested. You're enjoying the conversation. You're nodding. You're listening. Yeah. Super effective. Because everyone loves talking about themselves. So keep that in mind. And then the body language trick is to really look like you're listening. Exactly. Most people don't look like they're listening. If I want someone to like me, I really look like I'm listening. So if I need a boss to like me or a girl to like me, I'll make sure it's clear I'm paying attention. Right, right, right. So how do you make it clear? You lean in, you nod, you go, uh-huh, you agree, you smile at the things that they say that they think are funny and so on. So if you've ever been in like a group of people and there's one girl you want to fuck and everyone's kind of talking amongst themselves, da, 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 da. but when that girl's talking, people are half listening. But when that girl's talking, not nuance, don't look like a fucking creep, but make it clear you're listening. If other people are all talking to you and she starts talking to you, go, okay, yeah, look at her. I'm listening to you because then, oh, he thinks I'm important. 
He thinks what I say right. matters. Exactly. And the boss is the same. He, he listens when I talk to him. He thinks I'm important. He thinks what I say matters. In a corporate situation, what I used to do, I used to do this all the time. Bosses love this shit. I used to walk around with a little notepad and pen. So if I got called to the boss's office, I'd go into the notepad and pen and sit there. And when they were talking to me, I'd just randomly write things down. And a few of them said, why you got that? She said, I don't want to miss any key points. And they sit there and go, this motherfucker takes everything. But they like that shit. Like I'm talking and he's writing it down to not miss my key points. Yeah, well, Mr. Andrew, you are the best salesman. You have sold three times more than everybody else, but I'm a greedy CEO, come. So I want you to sell more. So I was just wondering if you could possibly do this or if you try doing this because you're my cash cow and I want to milk you for all your worth. Yeah, you're right. I did try that actually. I did try that, but I'm gonna I'm gonna find the email, I'm gonna send it to you to me. Okay, yeah. You sit there and you I'm listening to you, sir. Well you have to say matters. I'm writing it down. They're gonna fucking love you. Absolutely true. Yes, that's right. Because you actually are doing what you're supposed to be doing as an employee, which is listening to the boss. Also, by the way, guys, if you're in a corporate situation, you want to keep the eye of, uh, you know, like the all-seeing eye, you want to keep it off of you. In a corporate setting, no news is good news. Keep that in mind, too. I love you. Like, who the fuck this guy? And then they call the fucking jackass salesman in. Hi, where's your sales? Yeah, I've tried. Uh, that's how you be liked. Making people, make it clear you listen to people. Most of you don't make it clear you're listening to someone. Make it clear you are listening to them. The notepad and pen example is fantastic with a boss. They fucking love that shit. They're sitting there go, this dude is fucking, this takes his shit seriously. Because a boss hires you to make them money. They're always going to pay you less than they make out. Otherwise, they wouldn't have a business. So if you're sitting there taking them seriously, you're taking their money seriously. Wouldn't you love it if you had someone who came into your house with a pen and paper and goes, how can I make you more money? Tell me what to do. You'd be like, I fucking like this guy. Right. You wouldn't. Indeed. So you just make it clear you're listening to people and ask lots of questions all the time. Especially once again with the boss, they love that ask questions. So even if I knew the correct answer, I'd ask them a question. Yeah, and the other thing that shows a person that you understand or you're listening to what they're saying is you rephrase what they're saying and ask it back to them. Oh, so what you're saying is you'd like me to bomb, 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 bomb. Yes. Okay, great. Because when you rephrase what they told you, it shows very clearly that you were not only were you listening, but you understood exactly what they're saying. And then, yeah, imagine, then you also write it down. It's perfect. Okay, we're going to end the video there. Hit the like, hit the subscribe, hit all for notifications. Go to my Patreon and subscribe, patreon.com slash the Helios blog. Drop me a donation like Tom M, Adrian R, and Hunter M. Just click more in the video description. Buy my books at bit.ly slash Helios books. Thank you so much for listening, guys, especially if you listen to the end. I really do appreciate it. Take care of yourselves, and I'll see you next time.